Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, you're so welcome back to another podcast here on Narcocon. Uh, today I'd like to get into the fact that the narcissist is totally 100% unsuitable for an adult relationship. And getting into this subject and going over it again, I hope is going to help anyone currently dealing with cognitive dissonance. In other words, wanting the relationship with the narcissist back or having toxic hope that if the narcissist came back, the relationship could work out or listening to the narcissist's hoover saying that they're going to change and that the relationship is going to be brilliant in the future. So I hope this isn't triggering for anyone because I'm going to kind of do it in a lighthearted way in relation to the narcissist's level of emotional maturity and the fact that their personal development stopped at a very young age and that in actual fact, in reality, we're looking to get into a relationship with a child and this is not in any way to denigrate children, but this is talking about your expectations of an emotional relationship in the adult sense. You're actually asking a child to be on your level, to have a mutually, mutually beneficial adult loving relationship, to keep commitments, to you know, compromise to view things in an adult way. That's how ridiculous it is to expect the narcissist to change. So it's it's understandable that we do because they look like an adult and they can even have really good cognitive adult conversations in relation to their intelligence level. They can be super intelligent. They can have relationships in the workplace and with people because they can copy what adults do. But the motivations and the way they see the world is different. So whereas you can say, well, look, you know, I've, I have this narcissist in work and, you know, I explain things to them, they get it. And they're quite sympathetic in some ways with me when, you know, they're on side and all those things. They know how to present. They've learned social etiquette to a certain extent. But what they do 
their actions in a relationship are driven by their emotional maturity. So their decision-making process in how to respond or react to something that you do or don't do, or that they perceive that you do or don't do, is coming from the emotional maturity level of a child. So let's just get into it, because sometimes it's hard when we're presented with this adult figure to actually get our heads around that. And just as an aside, there's some fantastic comments in this in the last few videos that we've we've done and I really will be reading some of them out and I'll be going through them and I'll be making videos about them because the information in them is excellent and to anyone that I've left a, a little comment down on your comment that will be coming so thank you keep commenting you're helping people right so my estimation of most narcissists is that their development stops when they don't individuate from the parent, from the mother. Usually at about, I kind of think that they're about from a five to a nine-year-old. Most people will go outside those brackets and whatever you think yourself. But in general, that's what I'm going to look at, the five to nine-year-old reaction. So starting off with, when you try and hold a narcissist accountable, if you think about it, the reaction to that is, no, no, I didn't do it. No, is denial in the first place. Then the second part of the reaction is, you're always saying that to me. You're always telling me I did this. I didn't do it. You did it or he did it or she did it. And when that doesn't work, the kind of deflection and attack on you, they go off in a huff. They withdraw from the situation. Like, <laughs> Johnny or Jilly is not happy that they've been accused of something and they're going to get out of it by leaving the situation. And you're saying, come back here, come back here and listen to what I have to say. And they're, nope, nope, and off they go. So that is essentially what happens when you hold a narcissist accountable. The second thing I can bring up would be when a child, say, goes by a toy shop window and they see this beautiful, shiny new car, say, mommy, 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 daddy, daddy, I, can we buy it? Can we buy it? I want it. I want it. I really love it. It's just gorgeous. I would liken that to when a narcissist views a new person, because remember, a narcissist objectifies people. And this is, in effect, how they see the new supply as more shiny and something that they need to have that's desirable. And your reaction to the child may be, and I'm sorry if there's any Johnnies out there, hey Johnny, um, you have a car already just like that. It's even the same colour and you play with it so much and you say you love it and why would you want a new one? I mean, I understand that maybe that's a bit more shiny and it has a different steering wheel, but what about your old car? And Johnny says, mm, I'm bored with that. I don't want to play with that anymore. This is the one I want. I want this one. And it's very similar to the narcissists being bored with whoever they're with and thinking that the new one is better because it's more shiny. It doesn't matter that they've spent hours with the old car and the old, the old car being one of us or that the old car, you know, has served a great purpose, is fast, is 
great, is the best on the market, doesn't matter. The new one is better and they're bored with the old one. So without laboring that point, that's where they're at in their choice of new human partner. The next thing I have down is when you say no to a narcissist, when you say a big fat N-O to the narcissist, the narcissist will either have a tantrum and rage at you and say, Rawr! like a child will ah! scream and shout and go hysterical. Why can't I have that? Why can't you do that? It's not fair. Or they'll walk off in a huff and sulk. And that's the silent treatment that the narcissist often gives. Or they'll do both. They'll have the tantrum and then they'll go off and sulk and won't talk to you because you said a big fat no. Another thing that they will do is um, to get their way, they will say to you like a child would, oh, please, please, mummy, please, daddy, I love you. You're the best. You're the best. You get it, guys. They use the I love you because they know it works and that you're the best and that you're great and that you're all these things, just like the narcissist does with us when they want us to do something in the relationship. The next thing that I've come up with is holidays. Even if you're financially, you know, you've got bills to pay, you've responsibilities, the kids new, need new things, school things, important things, uh, your mortgage has to be paid. The narcissist hears that Jojo down the road or someone in work is going on this great holiday. And I actually have a living example of this. And they come and say to you, they're going on holiday. You say, oh, that's great for them. Yeah, but we should go on holiday. Why can't we go on holiday? Because we have bills to pay. Unfortunately, we've been on holiday already. Look, I think we should just do it. We should just do it. Let's go on holiday. Because they want to go back to Jojo and say, well, we're going on holiday too. And we're going on a better holiday. We're actually going to the Caribbean or the Seychelles. And you're only going to blah, blah. The irresponsibility around money and life stuff. And they try and convince you that it's a good idea not to be responsible or committed to the life stuff. The next thing they I have down here is if you ask them to do things for you instead of the other way around, you're nagging them. You're always nagging them. Why can't you stop nagging them? Why can't you just do it yourself? Or I told you I would do it. There's this not, a, not an adult attitude like, I'm sorry, darling. I know I said I'd do that and I should have done that and I will commit to doing that tomorrow. You're always nagging me. You're so annoying. Or they won't talk to you. You want to just do a little thing for yourself, like go out with your friends or go visit your family on your own. Why can't I come? Why, why can't I come? Because they remember at certain stages in the relationship, they really want to keep an eye on you and they want to make sure that no one else is getting 
giving you validation or getting an opinion in or you don't get the opportunity to talk about them with anybody else that might actually set you straight on what you're dealing with. This doesn't happen towards the end when you're in the devaluation stage. They're quite happy for you to kind of give them a bit of spare time so that they can be going to the shop where the shiny new car is to see if they can get the new car despite what you've said and despite the fact that you're a very good functioning car. Again, this happens at different stages in the relationship. But there is the kind of, why can't I come? Bring me with you. When you set boundaries with the narcissist, usually towards the end of the devaluation stage, when you kind of cop on a bit and say, hey, this, this is a bit odd. Like, this is all going one way. This is meant to be a two-way relationship and this is all going one way. You start to set some boundaries and actually ask for your needs to be met in some way. The narcissist will get really annoyed at you and again, think about the new car and again, go off and change you up for someone else. Just like in the schoolyard, they'll say, well, I'm not being friends with you anymore because you won't do what I say. And I'm in charge of this gang and you won't do it. So I'm going to find a new friend. They go find the new friend and they look at you from the other side of the schoolyard sometimes, although they can't hide their new supply. But if they want to flaunt the new supply in your face, they kind of come round and they say, I'm with my new friend. I'm with my new friend. And they put the new friend like, we're best friends now. We're best friends and everyone in the schoolyard knows it. And coming on to the smear campaign where they are so annoyed at you and you're not even reacting to their new friend that they're smearing your name all around the schoolyard and saying, well, she's really bad and she was really mean to me and I had to go and get a new friend because she was so awful to me. And I'm going to tell everyone about that because people need to know how bad that person is. And you start to get bullied and they bring a few of their little flying monkeys around to you and start poking you and saying, you did this and I'm going to tell that on you. And you get one of the narcissist flying monkeys coming up to you, asking you questions, pretending to be friendly and go back to the narcissist with the information and getting a good girl or good boy badge from the narcissist for doing their dirty work. Another thing, and we're coming to the very end of this section, if you ask the narcissist to, or the narcissist agrees to make a commitment to you when they maybe hoover you back in and you're so full of hope, you know, the relationship broke down, there was what looked like a final discard, the narcissist went off into the sunset with the new supply, the new supply started to say no to the narcissist very quickly probably another narcissist, the narcissist comes back to you and says, oh my God, I promise I will never do that again. I promise I will change. I promise you. I promise you. I'll do this. I'll do that. And you're, okay then. Okay. I'll give you one chance, one chance. And the narcissist comes back. A week later, they're doing the same thing. You say, now, Jilly, come here. You promise me, you promise me faithfully that you would do this. Mm, I changed my mind. This is much better to do. I changed my mind. I decided I like this better. And you're going, mm, 
That is the level of emotional maturity you're dealing with. And the last thing I've written down is the narcissist having left you in a dreadful state to pick yourself up off the ground, believing that they're a person of value and actually an adult. Sorry about the sarcasm, guys. They have the audacity, the audacity to say to you, can we be friends again? Can we be friends again? Will you play with me again? At this stage, if you have looked at your relationship with a narcissist and seen the emotional motivators for the narcissist doing what they do, that is the lack of integrity or the lack of emotional maturity of an adult. So while it is really cognitively dissonancing, if that's a word, because you're presented with the adult form, you're presented even with quite a sophisticated adult who's very stylish, who's on some levels intellectual, although that's not often the case. And, you know, they hold down a job and other people like them and they're good at sport and they're all these things that adults do. Yet the actions speak of a very, very low level of emotional maturity. And that's where the personal development in the narcissist stopped. And that's why when people say, surely they would learn from their mistakes the way I have. I've introspected. I've seen what I've done wrong. I know what I need to improve. I'm working on that. They say, why can't the narcissist do the same? Because, guys, it stopped. That personal development stopped at that age. And it was, is there a word called hemetically sealed? The personality at that stage. So that was the level that they stopped at and the lid was put on. So there is no more room for personal growth or maturity. So basically what happens with a narcissist is they learn how to manipulate people better. That would be their personal growth in narctum, where narcissists come from. And that's why it's so hard to get our heads around it. But if you accept that the narcissist that you think you would like to have back or that you feel that you have had a loss, that that person was of value, or you feel that that person is going to go away now and give their best self to somebody else because they've learned how to be in a relationship with someone. That's not the case. They're going to do the same things that they've always done. And that is react with the emotional maturity, not the kindness or the goodness, just the emotional maturity level of a child. That's it for now, folks. Back to you soon with another podcast Please keep leaving the comments. If you have an example of an emotionally immature decision your narcissist made, please leave it in the comments. I'm sure there's quite a lot more. Take very good care of yourselves. Remain very blessed. Look after you and continue on this journey because you get to a great place when you, when you continue on it, get over the narcissist and start to live a free, wonderful, peaceful and very best life.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.